Well, you, you described it as the number one issue, but Ashling, uh, the Daily Mail had a poll this week on what issues are the number one issues in in the views of the public and what they what might decide their uh, local election mm. votes. Um, yes. Topping the list was cost of living, which I, I was quite surprised at actually, right. because give us the usuals on on the caveats as as we oh, do. Oh yes, on well every look, poll. I suppose we had the Irish. We had a poll this week conducted by a Morock research of a thousand one hundred adults, um, so they, we, they were asked what their top three. Uh, political or main priorities were in the in any upcoming election. Um, so cost of living was most commonly named as the biggest political concern. Uh, 69% um, of the time that was in the top three. Um, 51% of the time it, housing was in the top three concerns, which I don't think any shockers there. And then health uh, was the third most, uh, I suppose, selected priority. It always features highly for, for, for any election. Uh, and I think health and housing, I mean, I know mm-hmm. back in, in the 2020 election, they were the two main priorities. Um, and I think cost of living in the interim has has um, come into that. But interestingly, I- immigration, just 21% of the time was that in the top three concerns of people, which is interesting given, I suppose, the focus we're having on it um, at the moment uh, in, in the news and in, in the nar- topical uh, debate. Um, and then I suppose just a sign of the times, the fact that we have the lowest unemployment um, or we're near full employment, um, is that unemployment is only a concern, a top concern for Four percent of those surveyed, and only eight percent of those surveyed um, put uh, the war in Ukraine as their one of their top three. So it's interesting what people is going around in people's mind. And I think I suppose politically speaking, when you're in Leinster House and when you're you know talking to TDs and what the priorities are and what needs to be tackled, health and housing are what they say I suppose and the fronts that they are trying to come out on most. I do think that the idea or the concerns around cost of living seem to be largely dealt with as I think there's a perception um, that inflation is abating. Now, I know we saw in December the inflation rate actually increased compared to November. Let's conduct our own unscientific (laughs) poll of two (laughs) TDs as to what they're hearing uh, on on the doorsteps. Mairead Farrell, uh, to you first. You heard it there, the ranking of cost of living top, uh, housing second, health third. How does that tally with your experience on the doorsteps? Oh yeah, it, it does tally and housing maintenance is a massive, massive issue um, particularly in Galway, I'm, I'm not sure how it impacts on other places but um, you know, people having you know, health concerns uh, because of the the way the maintenance is in their in their homes so that's another massive issue um, What are you talking course, about? Heating, insulation? <clears throat> I mean like, you know, doors cracked, windows letting in loads of air um, heat not working uh, Mould Mould is a massive issue, yeah, so all all of that, and that can obviously have a serious impact on your health, and obviously and your well being in terms of actually being in your home. So housing maintenance, I have to say, is probably um, one of the one of the key issues that does come up. No, Rich, uh, um, but uh, but Sorry, housing and health, yeah. obviously, housing and health literally impacts on every single like uh, one of those issues definitely impacts on every single household in some way, shape or form. I, realistically. I would also just on the cost of living, I think it would be, I, I mean, it, this wasn't a part of the poll. I mean, breaking down what you think each of these, because what Marie said there about housing maintenance, mm. like I think, you know, housing, you kind of yeah, think it was more course, supply yeah. or access to housing. But with the cost of living, I mean, with rents being so high, I mean, I would include that, that in my housing. cost of living, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, is it, is it cost is of living? Is it housing? But yeah, 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 it's okay. just an interesting one. Uh, True. Fiona yeah. Yeah, well, myself and Minister Jack Chambers were out on Monday night with two of our Newbridge councillors knocking on doors. And the biggest issue that came up then was in relation to traffic, in relation to speeding cars, 
um, people are concerned in their estates. So do you think ramps, that, that people that will raise thing. different things with local representatives I, as opposed to some people will know kind of where the responsibility and the potential for action lies, whether they're talking to a national yeah. rep or a local rep. I do, and I thought that was interesting, um, whereas I would have thought it might have been other issues that might have come up. But one that didn't really feature, now it does feature in cost of living, but a general one that I'm picking up is cost of business. And that might not necessarily come up at doors unless someone has a business, but it's a big concern for local councillors in terms of SMEs within their own communities and looking at how we can support uh, those businesses to be viable. That that might come up with the rates and the like at the local level. Um, Suzanne, the, the issue of cost of living coming top, probably no surprise to somebody who's a research and policy analyst with Social Justice Ireland, is it? I mean, it's all about the Benji's baby. I mean, it really is about the money in your pocket and how far that's going to go. And the last figures I saw, say for something like the Commission for Regulation of Utilities, the CRU, this is before the winter, we owed collectively 100 million in electricity arrears. We owed collectively 35 million in gas arrears. Mortgage uh, arrears are starting to creep up again because of the, anybody who was on a very low tracker or variable rate has seen their mortgages go up quite considerably. Um, and again, I suppose when we go back to something like the core social welfare rates and the inadequacy of that payment, You'll never fix health if you don't fix housing and you don't look after people's basic income because if you don't feed yourself properly and you cannot stay warm, you are going to end up in A&E. You are going to, you know, frailty is going to come as part of that. And to pick up, say, on the carer's piece again, like I just had a conversation today again about the cost of disability. We had, you know, we had a report in 1996. We had the Indicon report in 2021. And we've still not seen anything like what's actually needed to provide for, for households that have somebody living with a long-term condition or a long-term illness and people caring yeah, for Capital them. expenditure, then the day-to-day costs of travel, etc. and daily medical needs, be that prescriptions or equipment or, or whatever else. It's, it's estimated it's, anywhere between 8,700 a year to 12,000 odd. And that was pre-inflation. So if you right. were and looking... Then, then factor in possibly people's inability to work oh, yeah, or, or, yeah, or the yeah. income level so, they can attain yeah. in that as, as an unseen loss yeah. into all of that as well. Uh, Fiona Lock, I just want to... Ashley mentioned there, uh, immigration, it's it's not in the top three, it's still 20%. What do you make of the vote on uh, Mayo County Council that uh, included some of your own party colleagues um, voting not to engage with the Department of Integration? I mean, it seems totally at odds with an idea that people on the one hand are calling for a greater consultation for their voices to be heard and then on the other hand, uh, voting in favour of cutting the channel of communication and engagement. Yeah, it, it was a unanimous vote. So every party and those from not from parties, um, they, they all felt that was the right thing to do. I completely disagree with it. And it doesn't have any effect because the executive will have to deal. But it just gives a very, very bad tone um, to the debate. And quite frankly, it was disappointing. I was certainly right. disappointed when Mar- I heard about it. Mairead Farrell, what did you make of it? Um, well, I think to be honest, um, what we need to see is a greater engagement. What people want is more and more information rather than kind of, first of all, I, and look, we've had this debate on this show and on your Saturday programme as well, that the most important thing is to get as much information out there as possible. Um, and, and a lot of the time when you're when it is raised, and look, let's be do frank. Do you have party colleagues on, on Mayo County Council and, and did they I vote do, along with I, this? I did not hear about this vote until right, right this moment. So um, I wasn't aware uh, that it was coming up. But 
the, but what I will say is we've ha- we have discussed this um, on the show previously, and what I do think is really important is that we need to get as much information out there because one of the things, look, it's raised all the time. Every day I say our immigration is raised with me, and a lot of the time it's about actually talking it out with people mm. um, and having information information out there. For example, Colm, what you had on a different on a Saturday show where you went through the process of how people are vetted, etc. That's an important thing that gets to get okay. out there. There's an awful lot of information that we actually need to get out there um, and I do think sometimes this last minute thing of people finding out last minute what's happening and just getting information out to people um, because if we don't have information out there then it creates a vacuum okay. and that's a big problem. Okay.